0: Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I am bringing you today's word for October 11, 2019. So I'm teaching a series entitled Grace and Truth. And really, this comes from John 1 14, John 1 17, where there's a comparison, the the way that it was written between the Old Covenant and the New Covenant. And so I trust that this series has been a blessing to you thus far. I'm really excited about today's message. Today's message is special. So let's get into it. I'm calling this one, this is Grace and Truth Part 25. I'm calling this one, freedom and God's power. Freedom and God's power. So let's get into it. So John 1 and 14 says, the word Jesus became flesh and he dwelt among us and we were able to behold his glory. It was the glory of the only begotten of the father who came from the father, full of grace and truth. In verse 17, John said, the law was given through Moses, but grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. So the law, here it is, was given through Moses but grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. The law was given, grace and truth came. The law was written on tablets of stone. Grace and truth came in the form of a person. His name is Jesus. And we gotta understand the difference between these two so that we can live how we're supposed to be living now. So with that, we studied Galatians chapter three, Galatians chapter four, we got to Galatians chapter five. Yesterday we stopped at Galatians five and 13. I wanna go back to verse 13 again today. This is Galatians 5 and 13. The apostle Paul said, beloved ones, God has called us to live a life in the freedom of the Holy Spirit, but don't view this wonderful freedom as an opportunity for you to set up a base of operations in the natural realm. That doesn't make sense. I'll explain all of this today. Freedom means that we become so completely free of self-indulgence that we become servants of one another expressing God's love in everything that we do. So what does this mean to you today? Now, this is where I would normally get to points, like three things, four things, five things, six things. That's what I normally do. And I've been doing this for for over 21 years. So I mean, so I normally do this every day, but today I'm led to do something a little bit different. It's a Friday morning. We're gonna close out the week strong. We're gonna head into the weekend strong. And I was led today to just kind of give you like an overview, God's big picture. Like if you don't understand like the macro view, I don't think that you'll really get what God is doing in the new covenant. So let's get to this macro view. Let's get to the overview. I'm going to give you like a one over the world in just a few minutes of the Bible. You ready? Are you ready for that? Let's do it. Here we go. To understand what the old covenant that was given by Moses and what the new covenant that was ratified by Jesus's own blood provides, or let me say it this way, to understand what the old covenant lacked, right? And then what the new covenant is providing us, you gotta take a macro view of God's plan. Like you really have to understand the whole story. God created the world and everything in it in six days. No, in five days, I'm sorry. Then on the sixth day, God created man. God created Adam on the sixth day and put Adam in charge of everything that he created. Adam was supposed to be the ruler of this planet. Adam was to rule down here the way that God rules up there, right? So he was God's son, and he was supposed to represent God in this world. And as God was ruling up there, Adam was supposed to rule down here. Adam was God's representative on this planet. He was supposed to extend heaven's influence to this world. Now, while God is obviously the king of kings and lord of lords. Adam was supposed to operate as a king down here and as a lord or a ruler down here. And ultimately, Adam and others like him were supposed to be kings and rulers, and then God will ultimately be the king of the kings and the lord of the lords, right? So, in this way, we could live as God's representatives on this planet and be kings and rulers but God is still the king of the entire kingdom, right? So God is ruling over the whole kingdom and God's kingdom influence was supposed to extend to this planet. Now, to do this effectively, God equipped Adam for the job. Now, just like your father or mother and you have children, you, it would be unrighteous of you as a parent to expect your child to do something that you haven't prepared them to do. So God equipped Adam for the job. God placed his own spirit down inside of Adam. And so the Holy Spirit inside of Adam was Adam's connection to the father. So he had a direct connection to the father through the Holy Spirit. Adam never went to school. He didn't have an education, but it didn't matter because he had direct revelation from heaven on a daily basis. So he lived, Adam lived not by an external set of rules. Not by external inputs, Adam lived by the internal leading of the Holy Spirit. And you, and this is very important for you to get this because this is a picture of, of God's original intent, this is a picture of the way that we're supposed to live. So, to make a long story short, Adam sinned, the Holy Spirit was removed, his eyes were open, he was resigned to living like a mere man. Now, not a superman, not a superhuman man, just a mere man because the Holy Spirit was removed. He was kicked out of the garden and every human born since was born with a hole um, that only the Holy Spirit could fill because the hole was created by the Holy Spirit. Now, many humans try to fill that hole with sex, drugs, alcohol, money, women, men, etc. But the hole cannot be filled by anything but the agent that created the whole in the first place, and that agent is the Holy Spirit. All right, so fast forward. God chose to bless a man named Abraham. God did this by grace. Abraham did nothing to earn it or deserve it. God promised a piece of land to Abraham and to his descendants, but he said, listen, you're not going to take possession of this land right now. Um, he told them the whole story about how his he was going to have descendants and how his descendants were going to go into Egypt, how he was going to have favor. His descendants would have favor with Egypt, but then the tables would turn. His descendants would be slaves. And then, you know, over the process of time, they will come out of that slavery and then eventually they will take possession of the land. But this was not going to happen until some 400 years later. Now, 430 years after God made that promise to Abraham, God gave Moses. Moses. Think about this. 430 years after God gave the promise to Abraham. God speaks to Moses and gives Moses, one of Abraham's descendants, the law. He gives him the Ten Commandments written on tablets of stone. And then 603 more laws were added. And the people then lived under that system. 613 laws. And the people living under that system looked nothing like God's original intent. The people living under that system looked nothing like Adam in the Garden of Eden walking with God and God walking with him and him having supernatural power and ability and strength. No, these were just people who, they were not living like rulers in this planet. They were living by a bunch of external rules. They didn't have internal power. And then Jesus came to change all of that. Jesus came to repair the breach between God and man. Jesus came to get us out of the mess that Adam got us into. So 50 days after Jesus died on the cross for us, the Holy Spirit on the day of Pentecost was poured out. And once the Holy Spirit was restored to man, the new covenant was established. So this is why John said, the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. We are now restored back to grace. We are now restored back to God's power, to his authority. We now have the Holy Spirit living on the inside of us. We can now walk around with God on the inside of us like Adam did. We now get to enjoy God and God enjoys us as as his sons. We now have a direct connection to the Father. We can now release his power into this planet. We can now extend heaven to the earth every day. We are now, because of Jesus, New Testament believers. We are human conduits of the divine. This is why the Apostle Paul said in our text, God has called us to live a life of freedom. It's the freedom that we have in the Holy Spirit. Now, please don't view this freedom as an opportunity to do whatever you want. Don't view this freedom as an opportunity for just you to live just like you did before you got born again. That's ridiculous. If you receive the Holy Spirit, but then you live the same way that you lived before you were born again, then you're living a completely natural life, devoid of supernatural power. You are not living any different than the people in the old covenant lived when they didn't have God's spirit, when they didn't have God's power. And if you think that the point, now this is where, this is the crazy part. If you think that the point of all of this, after I told you this amazing story, If you think that the point of all of that, that Jesus died on the cross to restore the Holy Spirit, now we have God's power, all of that. If you think that the point of all of that is so you can go out and sin, then maybe you were never born again. Because once you're born again and you have God's Spirit living inside of you, everything is different. The message of God's grace has nothing to do with being free to sin. The message of God's grace has everything to do with living free from the limits of mere humanity. Once you're born again and you're filled with the Holy Spirit, your sin has been forgiven. You are free to do what it is that God has called you to do. You are free to be the man, the woman that God called you to be from the foundations of the world. You are free to change the world by God's grace and for God's glory. And if you have any other mindset, then it's time to make some changes. Think about the whole story. Adam, Abraham, Moses, Old Testament, Jesus, New Testament, Holy Spirit, where we are today, man, has not, no, you're supposed to live like Adam lived. You're supposed to be extending God's kingdom, power, authority, and and influence into this world within your sphere of influence, within what it is that God has called you to do. You are God's emissary. You are God's ambassador. You're supposed to extend heaven to the earth every day. That's how we're supposed to live. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith I want you to lift up your voice and say this. Say, Father, thank you for teaching me about your grace, your power, your spirit, and your desire for this planet. Your kingdom has come. Your will shall be done on earth as it is in heaven. It's gonna happen through me. I am a human conduit of the divine. I am walking around with your spirit on the inside of me. I am forgiven empowered, emboldened, and employed by you. Your kingdom expands in the earth through me every day. I declare this by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. This is today's word. Please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org and sign up and get the messages. They're going to be a blessing to you. Listen, head into this day head into this weekend, thinking about the whole story. Think about all of the stuff that happened. Think about the fact that God restored you not back to Moses. God restored you not back to Abraham. God restored you all the way back to Adam in the beginning. You're supposed to walk around with a direct connection to the father, saying whatever he tells you to say, doing whatever he leads you to do, releasing his power in this world. It's the father who lives in you. He gives you the words. He performs the work. Let him flow through you. Live like it. You are supernatural. I love you and God loves you. You have an amazing day, an amazing weekend. Do me a favor. Share this message right now on your social media, on your timeline, with your friends. If you're watching on YouTube, click the little bell so you get notifications. Subscribe to the channel, youtube.com forward slash Rick Pina. Sign up. Get this word. Share the word. Walk in the blessing. I love you and God loves you. God bless you.